0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Ramble Mania show, where we hear ramble all things good and bad in the world of pro wrestling. I am your two-time Ramble Mania heavyweight champion, Hazel the Zombie. Join me as always.
1: Former Ramble Mania champion, one half of the greatest podcasters in the world, TJ the Great. I am the table. <laughs> He's a literal table. He has legs. He a
0: back. So what What does that make you? Does that make you the ladder or the chair? I am the ladder. He I'm is the, the ladder. One. So I do the concertos. I'm the one that bashes people's brains in.
2: Cool. I do a one-man 3D. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen. I am the AOD 6XL. And I always do this when I say my name. I come up with something else (laughs) that has nothing to do with what I'm supposed to be saying.
0: So basically, he's the T, he's the L, and I'm just the C. Because we're going to be talking about the history of TLC, guys. Mm. I am the table. (laughs) Give me a second. I got to mute that. (laughs) I am the chair. But no, we're going back we're going gym. back in time, like way back in time, to where all this started, from guys fighting over fake breasted chicks, bags of money h- hanging high up in the ring, to having you know triple threat ladder matches to WrestleMania debuts to scary spots to the debut of the very first ever TLC match. And we're going to basically talk about, like, our favorite matches in that, that took place in these TLC gimmicks. We're not just talking about the pay-per-view and shit, because that's, that's next week.
2: That is the table.
0: I feel as if, like, we need to go back and talk about our favorite TLC matches way before this abomination of a pay-per-view even existed. Because let's face it, guys. I think you... This this kind of matchup was better off not being a pay per view stable gimmick at all. I think it should have just been like, hey, let's 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 have matches like this be the the be all end all. Like, all right, we got two guys going through a blood feud rivalry. How are we gonna end this rivalry on a sum match? Yeah, it should be it should be the
2: end
1: the burner match.
0: Yeah.
2: The rubber match it was saying.
1: it should be a special occasion match, like the yeah. way the original t l c match all came together, yeah. it made complete sense. These guys are using tables all the time, these guys are using, using chairs ma- all yeah. the time, these guys use ladders all the time, so you bring that together you you, have, you craft a special reason for this match to exist. you don't just oh hey, it's december it's time to do these matches
0: well let's let's go back to the days when the chairs and the tables weren't even used at the time when. You know, ladder matches were becoming popular in singles competition, and at the time, in the Attitude Era, there were a lot of tag teams that were not really getting that over. You know, just because it was the Attitude Era, don't, don't get your hopes up. Like, not everyone will get over in that sort of era. That was a really
2: good spot. It's because it's Vince hates taxi. Vince
0: hated tag teams. He's always since, hated tag since teams. Maybe I don't know. Name, name me one tag team that I could that we could all say Vince actually hated. All of them. <laughs> all of them, pal. I except, don't like tag teams except the Dicks and the Chippendales. He loved those because those are his fucking ideas. Well,
2: you know why he loves gimmicks.
1: No,
0: Vince loves cocks.
2: Uh, <laughs> so what if he does? I mean,
1: it's not a chicken. It's a cock. Uh, yeah, than yeah, you man. love
0: cocks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. We had a DX shirt with a big old cock on it.
2: It's, it's cool, man. If he loves cocks, he loves cocks, man. I mean,
0: he kept it it wakes him
2: up in the morning. You know, it kept it <laughs> a,
0: it kept, he kept it a secret from his wife. It's like, you know. I can imagine Vince McMahon, not just hating tags in I can just imagine Vince McMahon right now in 2018. He just goes into this private office and he gets Pat Patterson and, his, and Gerald Briscoe with him. And, you know, they're just talking. And then all of a sudden, you know, someone unzips his, someone unzips his pants. And we all know it's Pat. It's like, Vince is just sitting there, chillaxing, like, just getting the best blows out of his life from Pat Patterson. Oh, oh God. It's like, Oh, Brock Lesnar needs to be Universal Champion. That T- kind of
1: T- seven. T- would you like to porn with the Ramble Mania, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen? Uh,
2: do the gimmick, <sighs> or do I have to do the gimmick?
1: This is not. This is not a. I don't even know what to say to that. It's just you know that's Vince McMahon is just very. Let, 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 let's ex- if he doesn't determine what time. we do with this.
2: Oh, hold on, hold on. The comments are his with the eyes <laughs> on. <laughs>
1: Or his and his alone? Do not reflect the <laughs> Rambo Mania show nor Bench Club as a whole. <laughs> no, but I'm,
0: being seri- I, I'm I am being serious because it's like Vince McMahon would think of the most outrageous things, outrageous things, just to get himself and his ego over. It's like let's get all these part timers out of my dick and just fucking give them championships and then not have them show up the following day they win
1: or lose a pay per view. But then, just well, a- we're we're not here for that. We're not yeah, here to talk yeah, about yeah. part timers and yeah, we're here to and talk all about all the problems with WWE. We're to talk the, about fun the, stuff. Yeah, the TLC? tables, the ladders, and the chairs. Yeah, TLC oh my. was probably
0: <laughs> at the time before they even came up with that horrible pay per view was the greatest concept for a gimmick, and it helped elevate not just I don't want to say just six guys. I think it elevated a lot more people in the long run because we had some singles matches along the way like again it all started when it was two Canadians and two Americans facing each other for a fake breasted woman with money hanging high above the ring in a ladder match and they stole the show 100% truly and that basically was the innovation of tag team (laughs) wrestling Adding some gimmicks into matches like that was what these guys needed to boost up. Not just <laughs> <laughs> It took the the fucking black light like, took a bump. And huh, here we are right now. The ver- Again, ladies and gentlemen watching all the legendary TLC matches. We're we're, we're we're now watching the first one in the background. So you guys are like in for a real treat. Like if there's like any moment oh, shit. that we could say that TLC originally started was when we had these six guys debut at Mania in the Triangle Ladder Match. That was the first time ever. Also, all six of them debut. All six of them are are, are having their first ever matchup. It's for the tag belts, and who'd think that they would steal the show? And to think that you know, two uh four and a half months later. We would have these guys face off each other, face off against each other again, but this time instead of just adding a ladder, we added a table and we added a fucking chair. And the SummerSlam match was probably—they said that WrestleMania 2000, their match was probably—I know a lot of people said that it was a crazy spot fest, but it was also scary and frightening match for viewers to see. You know, imagine them doing this the very first time, now adding the tables and the fucking chairs. It got really scary.
2: I, I loved it. Uh, Mick Foley's, Mick, well, I don't know if he came up with it. Yeah, he did. And on the show, in kayfabe, he came up with it. it was so awesome. I was like, fucking genius. Yeah. <laughs> tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh, my. Back when he was the commissioner, man. I, it was, just, it was, I think yeah. it was
0: on a SmackDown show he announced that match, and I think he announced it when Edge and Christian on the ring.
2: So I'm, I I forget exactly how it happened, but I just remember like everybody was just going nuts. Because I do freaking Edge like... and Christian came out with the chairs because first they started off with the ladders all about the ladders. But, you know, the um the Dullies are all about the tables. <laughs> These guys didn't have a
0: gimmick. Yeah, Edge and Christian <laughs> so, didn't have one. So they were just like, um, chairs. And then they just
2: started doing concertos out of
0: nowhere. Yeah, and I think, I think. With them doing those concertos, it got them, like, way more over. It got yeah. the chairs more over, because it's like, hey, we could actually use these chairs for other reasons. You know, you got a tag partner, and you want to clock another dude. Concerto right to the fucking head, you know? Ka-ping. Everything with a table was always, like, one-dimensional. Like, you could do anything with a ladder, but with a table, is just, like, you can't throw the table at someone. Maybe you can
1: if you were, like, an ECW, Royd rage motherfucker. You know? Well, I mean, the table bumps were always like the centerpiece spots of the match. Yeah. Because it was always, you know, you do all the crazy spots, but the big, the big situation of pop a crowd would be a 3D through the table, or Jeff is going for a swanton to the outside off the top of the ladder, or someone's getting suplexed off the top through a table. It was always a big, big table spot that would sort of... Get the big pop out of the crowd, then you reset for a little bit until you start building toward the next big series of spots. So, I mean, the tables—they had their purpose. I would say they were more than one-dimensional. Yeah, I think back then, at the
0: time, like when when we look at um some old matches way before they even thought of TLC, like they like you you think of um the ladder match between Sean and Razor. You know, there were some um. There were some moments where they didn't really use the ladder as a weapon, you know, sometimes. they're uh, like like for instance, Sean going up to the top of the ladder doing that big old splash off the top from the ladder onto the razor. You know, they didn't really use the ladder as a as a weapon per se cuz it was just like, okay, it's just a gimmick match. The the object is to just climb up the ladder and reach for the belt. That was it. Now it's just like, you know, I think when I'm not going to say when the hardcore title debut, because that's just stupid because that, that would just be like, hey, we're just going to give this title more credit than the concept of what we're talking about. I believe that when the Attitude Era was around and there was more freelance for people to, you know, go extreme because Paul Heyman did say it. if it wasn't for ECW, WWE would have not really gotten as much popularity because they did steal some of their stuff, just like w- just like they stole most of their superstars and everything else. Yeah. But I feel like now in 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 the attitude there, like with tag teams, they made it more impactful. They made it more extreme. Cause these guys were willing, even at their young age, were willing to risk their bodies to, you know, give us our pay per view money's worth and the crowd's money's worth. And we got exactly what we wanted when we saw this very first TLC match. And Like I said, a lot of people said Mania 2000 was a scary, scary match. Like, for Edge and Kristen to walk out champions, for them to come in to debut this match as champions. Did they even win this? I think I recall they retained. Uh,
2: I believe they, in this one? Yeah. In this one, I believe they they won.
0: Yeah, because they came in as... This is the SummerSlam. Yeah, they came in as champions. Yeah. So, this match like here... I wouldn't say, like you know how you know how we oh, how we always say like the first one is always good, but we can't wait for the second one to be better. We said that the <laughs> second War Games was not as impactful as the first one, but I'll admit when we saw the first one, we were shocked beyond belief to think that these guys were willing to kill themselves for our entertainment. We loved it. Yeah. And then we saw part two, and it's like, could this get any better?
1: And holy crap. Did it get better or what?
2: Spots was... in that fucking
1: match, man. I think the key thing to think about with this is when it was Shawn and Razor, and like yeah. a, a few years earlier, Shawn and Brett and doing those ladder matches. They were having wrestling matches, yeah, just with ladders, Surri- as a yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, with ladders surrounding them. Like, like they would use the ladder, but I think the key thing was you incapacitate your opponent, your opponent, then you get the ladder, and if you can use the ladder as a weapon, once it's brought into the ring, then. The ladder becomes an element of the match, but it was always only one ladder. Yeah, Ooh. except like, for until like when you get like
2: uh, Rock and Triple H.
0: Yeah, like that. That was a that's that that really one. Good. That one
2: to me is like very innovative. It was yeah. innovative, it, it, but it, it, even because yeah, think about it, like they had m- multiple
1: uh, ladders. They had two ladders. It's it's more than one. It's more than one, <laughs> more, but yeah. The whole point was, the whole point was it, still generally yeah. incapacitate your opponent, bring the ladder into the ring, but they, climb that's the, the thing, ladder.
2: That's the thing, though. They used the ladders, and they, they had a, a few spots with the ladders and yeah, stuff but like that. Yeah, here's what I mean. Okay.
1: You, the point of those matches was you incapacitate your opponent, you climb the ladder, you win the match. Once the tag match started, the No Mercy 99 match with E&C and the Hardys, the idea of you use multiple ladders as a part of a bunch of innovative spots. Like, every spot leads to another spot. Every spot leads to another spot. And the ladder is always involved. Like, they used the ladder as, like, they did the ladder bridge thing. They climbed up the ladder and did moves off the top of the ladder. The ladder became more of a key part of the match than it ever been before in any of the singles matches. So I think they started that level of innovation and then expanded on it as the matches continued to go on and evolve and everything like that.
2: Something happened because, like in this one, you could still see that they were like kind of fine tuning it. Yeah, but like once it got to like the big mania spot, it was ridiculous. Yeah, like it was so over the top. It felt like it was. It was just so big compared to like this one. Yeah, like there were so many spots that were just so over my head as a child. It was I like nine <laughs> or ten yeah. when that. So it was like. You watch that whole freaking match, and the entire time, you're just wondering, like, wh- how did they come up with this?
1: Yeah. And that's what I mean. It's like... Like, how did you think this through? Yeah. Yeah. Every single spot in these matches, like, how did they come up with that? Yeah. What the hell are they going to do to top that in the next one? And you think they can't do it, but the next one comes, and then it's <laughs> and just... they violate. It. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like they went... They,
0: they took their their 11 that they had at SummerSlam and cranked that shit up to 101 at Mania 17. You know, I think that the only moment that we like think about when we hear about that match is the sphere spot when Jeff Hardy was fucking mm-hmm. dangling I don't know how many feet and when, he almost died.
2: When Edge shoot ddt himself.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Yo, his reaction when he gets up uh, is just like, like, oh shit. I'm like, yo, yeah. I couldn't. We were kids when we saw this. Yeah. And I know for a fact, I couldn't stop laughing when I saw that. And it was just like, oh man, if only. I used to rent this uh, Mania 17 at Blockbuster a lot just because I always wanted to see that spot because that was always my favorite match. And that will always be my favorite pay per view of all time in Mania. Meaning are 17. I always wanted to see that spot because it's like, how many, how, like, how long did it take to practice this whole shit just for that? Oh my
2: God! Apparently, they didn't practice things too much and they, like, had this little place they called the war room. Yeah. And it was basically just, uh, like, I believe Bubba Ray, uh, Matt Hardy, and both Edge and Christian who were, like, coming up with shit. Yeah. Because, like, Jeff didn't talk much, still doesn't. Jeff
1: had <laughs> ideas. He'd be like, I'm going to do this. And that's yeah, cool. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. yeah.
2: And, like, Devon would just, like, nod his head and be like, all right, whatever Bubba says is cool, It's cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and it'll be like, final question. Who's going through four tables? And, and you know, usually it's going to be, like, Bubba and Matt Hardy. Yeah. Because it's usually those two that. Oh, and especially when it comes to these fucking ladders, the the ones that are just like, oh my god, I I don't I don't even think I could climb anymore because this is way too fucking big. Look at Chris, look at Christian calling spots.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just like that, yeah, Christian, Edge and Christian, it was both of them who were like, yeah, yeah like we're gonna talk about what we, what, you know, what we're all gonna do, mm-hmm. but like when it came to like the other two tag teams, it was Matt, it was Bubba.
0: Then it was just like. After this is like, could it get any more? Could it get any more better than what they did? And it got even more better because we got it on free TV. Oh yeah, the SmackDown. Smackdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Chris Benoit and Chris Jericho were tag champs. And I'll admit there was a lot more corners on that one because it was just eight guys now than you know the last two. But I still respect uh, the first two because these. These three are responsible for it. These are the two original. Wait, wasn't there TLC. a tag team
2: missing on that one? Or was it eight? It was, it eight.
0: was eight. It was, it was Eddie and Christian, the Hardys, the Dudleys, That's and the Jericho and Chris Benoit. That's all there was. You ever hit a motherfucker with another motherfucker? Yeah.
1: Yep. Dude, like, I think that TLC3 match is so underrated. Yeah. I love that match. There is. Really? There's so much good shit in that match. And the like, fact
0: that they have the main event, it, the the... The match on live T V that oh my god, that tape, that four table spot. Who I'll explain that there. The fact that they had them go live on T V for us to have to watch it for free. I think that was just like it was the best moment ever. The fact that we got to see more Carnage, the fact that we got to see Jericho do more extreme stuff. We hardly ever really see Chris Benoit. Oh big and I muted you, I have no idea how. We hardly him, ever saw it? Chris Benoit do like anything sort of extreme, like in wrestling. I mean, I don't count the matches that he's had with Eddie Guerrero because those are just like those are just technical matches in ECW and shit. Never saw him like pick up a chair and that stuff. He was always like straight up technical style submissionist. Well, Never
1: cheated. Well, Benoit, he and Jericho, if you remember the latter match that they had at uh, Royal Rumble 01... Physical ladder match. It was, it was like a harkening back to what Sean and Razor did, mm-hmm. but an evolved version with using the ladder as a weapon. Because their whole match revolved around using the ladder as a weapon. Jericho doing that Walls of Jericho on the ladder.
0: Yeah, that was my favorite spot.
1: I love that spot. Oh, can
0: I remind you that at that time we had the the two man power trip trying to take over.
1: Yeah. all the gold. That's when he refuted him with them. Yeah. Oh my, oh
0: my God! It's just. Well, oh I, I think it was after that SmackDown. That's when they started feuding with them. No, no, no.
1: Because they won. Uh... Remember when Austin Jericho and killed... Benoit won the titles that week. Yeah. Then they got put in the TLC match yeah. on okay. that SmackDown. Okay, yeah.
0: There we go. Thank thank you. Thank you. Because I was trying to remember like, when, when was it that they won in. I remember the quad tear. It was like,
1: yep. because Triple H that's was, what was extremely selfish. I'm like, so no. I no longer give a damn about you.
2: <laughs> All I have to say is. Remember when Austin killed Lita? What? That, that was one of the few times he like actually was, got booed. That was the saddest shit ever, bro. Yo, like you know, know how was big a, you know how big of an Austin Mark I was, and then to see my guy
1: turn heel. Fuck it,
2: it's not turn heel. He, turning heel was fine. Do everything to be the evilest motherfucker on God's green earth.
0: Like, you, you know, <laughs> like it was like, no, no, you're my freaking guy. You you're supposed to. You want to know what the thing was that bothered me about that hill turn? And I think when I saw Austin's documentary, Jr. Yes. said it best. That hill turn should have never happened. It's like if you took Clint Eastwood out of his Western movies and you make him play a Nazi. It doesn't fucking work.
2: That went over like a fart in church.
0: Exactly. It didn't work. <laughs> and to think that like yes. you had to go through brass tactics to team yourself but even Triple
2: no. But here's the thing. Even Austin himself says to himself... Right there, at the end of the match, instead of shaking Vince McMahon's hand, he him. pulled them in, giving him a stunner, yeah. taking him out, drinking a beer. One more for the good guys. But and hugged <laughs> he, he went for it. He went. No, but he said, if you can go back in time. Yeah, but the thing is that he didn't get that we we know wrestling is a work. So we're not going to be happy that you're a heel. So I we're
1: gonna cheer you. I don't think I think it we was, don't want to boo you. He had always said, "I don't want to be stale. I don't want to ever be yeah, that no, guy." That's that what he said. Stale. That's what he said. Yeah, but he didn't know that. Yeah, like, but he didn't realize yeah. we weren't tired of Stone yeah, no. Cold Steve Austin, no. the no. beer drinking.
0: I don't think we would have, have never been tired of it. I think, like when no. I went to Raw twenty five, yeah. nobody till that day even like stood silent. The minute you hear that glass break. Yeah. Nobody, nobody will never get tired. But of I'm going to tell you
2: what it is. Austin kept doing that, right? And he kept feeling like he was turning stale. But the truth is, he wasn't around enough to turn stale. Yeah, he had he, just yeah, come back. Yeah, he was injured, and before that, he was injured a lot.
1: Yeah, I so mean, he t- had been yeah. around for the most part for like. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. For
2: that one last, for that that little last bit before yeah. he had
1: to go. The next surgery was like yeah. the one big extended yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. break. Yeah. And then he came back, and he was—it was like he never left. Mm -hmm. He went right back to being like one of the highest things in the business. It was him and Rock on top.
2: And he thought he was going to get. And we're like, no, nigga. And he picked up his ball and went home.
1: We missed you. And that was—I think—that was Mm -hmm. the other part of his like. Well, we got Rock on top Mm -hmm. now, and he can be the top babyface, and I can go top heel.
2: But he didn't realize the Rock was going to Hollywood.
1: And that and the people didn't want Austin to be a heel.
2: Yeah. Plus. The Rock went to Hollywood. Yeah. And plus, who the hell I do you think, have
0: left to here plus, for? And plus, the other thing, I think a lot of people. That's wanted, why
2: Undertaker became my guy for a while. When I he think was a backup. lot of
0: people wanted to see no The Rock else. be heel instead of Austin. Like, because imagine it, the The Rock is leaving for Hollywood and shit. And like, yeah, we got that gimmick when Goldberg debuted. Like, right when he beat Austin at Mania nineteen, he was like, "All right, I'm going full heel now. Like, I don't want to fuck anymore." So. I'd understand if it was the other way around, but we got what we got. It was just like, okay, we had to make him face for a while in order for him to go heel again to turn on Vince McMahon and take his title just to fucking do the alliance and shit. But, you know, the Fatal 4-Way TLC match, I think that was like the best one we ever had for, for free TV, especially on UPN. Holy shit, I miss UPN. PN. That My Nightingale is just garbage.
2: It's the same freaking channel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, who took... Who do you think takes a better bump through all four tables? Bubba Ray Dudley or Undertaker?
1: Bubba... Yeah, Bubba, he, he took the bump through yeah. four tables. Yeah. Everyone remembers the Bubba Bumps. Yep. I mean, Taker's took Bubba bump. bumps. Bubba Bumps. <laughs> oh, yeah, Taker's taking a yeah, bunch yeah. of bumps in his career,
2: but... That's the reason why he walks the way he does.
0: So, like, it, it, it became, the, this whole thing came from, like, it started from six people, and, you know, it originally just fell down to, you know, the Hardys are still wrestling now, so it's really theirs.
1: I mean, yeah, because. Jeff. All these guys. <laughs> well, yeah, As much yeah, Jeff. As, Jeff, as we yeah. love these matches, we do have to talk about, they gave these guys all injuries that. They all still live with to this day. Yep. They were dangerous, dangerous, scary matches.
0: Concussions.
1: For Concussions. Days. Edge fucked up his neck over it.
0: Yep. That's what started the whole spinal stenosis. Yeah. Should have never speared
1: yeah.
0: fucking Brodus Clay. Should have never speared.
2: To be him. honest, the only match that's even bigger than this one and, like, life-altering, like, injuries is the hell in the cell.
1: Actually, not even. Because if Eric you don't, Taker, if you don't take the, if you don't, Sean, if you don't bump off the cell, then you're fine.
2: Yeah, true. But yeah. Sean, Taker, uh, Foley, and now it's starting to catch up. to this well, Triple H. Well, no one ever so, got <laughs> hurt like Foley got
1: hurt because Foley yeah. took the craziest yeah, Fo- Foley's thing. Foley's not, your name is
0: yeah. Shane McMahon.
2: Yeah, yeah F- Shane McMahon is immune <laughs> to everything. Yeah, he he's the best in the
0: world. <laughs> of course, Shane McMahon's not going to get hurt. He's still the best in the. But
2: everybody world. else's career, like. Yeah, short, 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 short,
0: short, short, short. Yeah. And now look, Ken Semrock is fucking trying to come back ah! <laughs> it's, it's literally like it's Like, literally like, it's like having you done too much <laughs> Why? To yourself You're already working under 50 cent With a security and shit You don't need to come back to WWE I didn't know that, that's crazy I think, I,
2: I, I just
0: think I, just, I usually think joke about that, shit like that That's the funny thing Cause look <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> No lie, ask him. If, if, if there's one person that yeah. I want to see just face Brock, and that's just Matt Riddle, that's all I want to I see. I want to see 50-cent face
2: Matt Riddle
0: <laughs> and Brock
2: Lesnar in the same damn night. Fuck it, why not? Let him face Taz. Let him face but Steve you know Austin. What?
1: In a TLC match? Yeah, in The Rock. Because that's what we're talking about here, TLC matches. uh-uh. <laughs> Chris Benoit. <laughs> well, that's that's going to be a bit of a difficult situation to put together. CM Punk. <laughs> he ain't doing
2: nothing. Oh seconds. my god, Fifty Cent versus CM Punk. It's like, hey, let's just, let's let's
1: have
0: another angle where the Hardys hate each other again. Just put them in one more TLC oh match. I mean, that I Quit match that they had. Oh my God, was look, horrible. Oh my God, they
2: shrunk. It's the original WLC. <laughs> <laughs> Uh We're watching that promo in which. Uh, they had little people dressed up as Matt and Jeff.
1: It's the WWE special of little people impersonating your opponent. Yeah. But back then, it was acceptable.
2: I know what you're doing. You're trying to give us the OSW
0: thing. Yes. Mm. It was acceptable at a time. Now Nowadays, nothing is never acceptable. Can't even fucking... You can't even say a bad thing about WWE before they fucking. Oh to you god. A, a fuck, before they decide to block you on social media. <laughs>
2: uh, dog, I forgot about
1: this. Look at. His they deep brought out a Boba. fucking
0: toddler table, a Fisher Price table,
1: nonetheless. Uh, no. Oh my god, this is awful. Can we talk about TLC Four? Yes, the Raw one. Yes, with Hurricane and Kane. Hurricane. Yes. But Hurricane was dead, so Literally. Kane had to work the match alone. Hurry, Kane. Yes. <laughs> Because you're screwed.
0: <laughs> go ahead. Was and it during the time that Triple H was heavyweight champion? Yeah, Reign of Terror. This
2: was yeah. Okay,
0: I I was I did. This is one match that I know I did not see. I didn't see that match. Burial. So, yeah. <laughs> you guys want to
2: talk
1: about that
0: match? I would uh, love to hear about it.
1: I don't remember it as much, but Tevin, you can go ahead. Yeah, you I'm it. trying to remember because at this time it was Hurricane. It was Hurricane. Uh, Devon was on SmackDown doing it's dominate. Yeah. So it was, was Bubba and Spike. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was awkward as hell. But hold on, hold
0: yeah. Weren't Kane and Hurricane, like, tag teams at the time? They were tag team champions. Yeah, they were tag champs. Thank you.
2: This is before the situation happened.
1: Yeah.
0: The Katie Vick?
2: No, the, the one where he had to... Oh, he had to...
1: Oh, where he... he it was mask. like a year before that. Yeah, Katie Vick ultimately led to that. Yeah. Unmasking. Yeah. But yeah, like, TLC4 was like the first Raw one. I think it was part of Raw Roulette, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, was a Raw Roulette show.
2: Because I remember that was Bischoff days. That yeah.
1: Bischoff days were the shit. Yeah. Nah, not to me. I hate Except it. Except for the hot lesbian action. I was not
2: my, into
0: that. My, I really wasn't. Me? For yourself. Hot like lesbian
2: action. Hey, Charlie! I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, so that's that's those were the days when Triple H used to walk around with a golden shovel. <laughs> So yeah. I hated those days. I was that's when I started like to turn off a bit.
0: You know, yeah. back then it wasn't even just raw; it
1: was just raw. That's just how it was. Raw, raw, raw. it's the raw. Show. Yeah. All right, but I think I remember who was in that match. It was Hurricane, but it was only Kane.
2: Hurry, Kane, Bubba and Spike.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jeff and I think RVD, and it was the Un-Americans, Christian. And yes, ben. Yeah,
2: I remember the Un-Americans.
1: I remember Christian the and Un-Americans. I think it was RVD and remember. Booker T. I don't remember RVD.
0: It was RVD and Booker T, I believe. Jeff
1: was in that match, but I can't remember who his partner was. Because uh, it had one person from the original TLC <coughs> matches, but they didn't have their original partner. Mm. So like Christian, Bubba, and Jeff. Bubba's partner was Spike. Mm. And uh, Christian's partner was, I believe, Jericho. Jericho. So Jeff's partner, I believe, was RVD, but I'm not entirely That's sure. Spartan. Yeah.
2: I don't remember who Jeff Sparner was. See if Ivan were here, Ivan's a big uh, Jeff, Jeff H- Hardy Mark, so he would have known this. Yeah, he would have known by now. <laughs> yeah, Ivan would have been like Quantum Split, and he would have got he? it
1: right <laughs> All
0: right. Oh, he got it. <laughs> yeah. Damn.
2: The- oh, and they. Oh, then they go.
0: Yeah. If there is one match that I do want to talk about, it was probably I could say one of the. It months. was RVD. He's uh, dead right there. Oh on shit. The See, now, now we <laughs> feel like right. jackasses. Probably one of the most bloodiest TLC matches yeah. within the um, Ruthless Aggression era. And it was Edge and Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. The Raw
1: one. Yes. When Charlotte's in the crowd. Uh huh.
2: Her name was Ashley. It was okay. Ashley. Oh my God. Ashley. Man. Ashley. Ashley Fleer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> for Ric Flair at his age to, you know, be doing this yeah. kind of craziness, especially in the Ruthless Aggression era. You know, it would come down to that point where you know, Rick, you gotta you gotta take it easy. I think you've lost so that's much. When, that's what when Rick lost started lost so naked. Within the <laughs> and shit. How much blood are you wanting to lose for us? Like you would legit, like he would he would dye his hair full on with his blood.
2: Yeah, it would look literally like
0: it would just look pinkish.
2: Nah, it would look like like because see, that's that's like really bad Hollywood. But that his would look, like, literally, like, orange.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you have that. His hair Sh- would go from, like... Donald Trump hair, dude.
2: His hair would go from, like, damn near white to, like, full-on Becky Lynch. Like, it was
1: really crazy. Man, he was the man. <laughs>
0: Sorry, Becky is the man. Yeah, now Becky's but, the man. But, you know...
2: Charlotte is the man.
1: Ric
0: Flair at the time... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we all knew that he didn't have a lot left in the tank, but he he was still going at the time, which was acceptable. And I thought, at his age, he could have got a a part time deal and wrestled at least once a month or
2: Nah, or I'm, WrestleMania I'm shit. I'm glad he 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 when he left when he did because yeah, I was, it was time.
0: I was happy also, but then TNA ruined it.
2: Yeah, then he did that, but see, the thing is that even there, he didn't wrestle much.
0: So, like...
2: There he had a part-timer gig.
0: But you still ruined it by coming back into the yeah. ring. Like, when you retire, you retire. Like, Shawn Michaels retired. and It took him eight years for dirty Saudi money to get him back in see, the ring.
2: See, but that's the thing, see. At the end of the day, you're getting upset that, you know, that TNA run happened. But same thing happened with Mick Foley, Terry Funk. Like, who really retires and stays out? Very few. Very few.
1: Damn, Shawn was one of the few guys... Austin's one of the guys who Austin was, is the guy <laughs> Yeah at this point Austin is Austin the guy Because Sean guy. Sean yeah. has come back At this point Yeah
0: Well Mainly And Edge too Because Edge is not Well Edge Edge has no choice I think we could say Anyone that, Out of the that people, people Who, who from spinal back stenosis, yeah. And Seamus is the next In online Damn yeah Is not going to be Wrestling anymore Completely yeah. Because that's it One more bump And you're Fucking paralyzed Yeah, yeah. For life You know, throughout all the fucking stunner bumps that Austin does, Mm -hmm. even throughout this year, I'm surprised that he's not in the fucking wheelchair, because you're just, you're just I, well, I, well, he left I, and got yeah, to heal his body yeah, up, so he yeah. feels a lot better now. Yeah. And even now, like, you know, we got to understand, like, DDP yoga is the hottest thing that every wrestler is going yeah, yeah. for. It legit helps. Yeah, it's like, big show, at, man. Like, look at AJ Styles. He's, like, in his 40s, and he can still do fucking fourth. Look at Jericho. He's approaching his 50s, and yeah. he's still going at yeah. a high level. And he's the greatest IC champ of all time. But,
1: sure as fuck you is. know,
0: all these TLC matches, like, they 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 hold a, a special place in our hearts, including the first, the very first two. I wouldn't count the the SmackDown one because, you know, the SmackDown one I remember very fond. I remember we a all remember it finally, but we yeah. al- we're always gonna remember when it all started from these original three: the Dudleys, the Hardys, mm-hmm. and as and Christian. Okay, because these were the three originators. Like for instance, when we saw the Hall of Fame and all of them went up on stage. Originary? Originators. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> when they all went up on the Hall of Fame stage, it's like, so. like there's what? a moment right there that is going to last forever in their fucking memories. And in our memories, too. Because we've watched these guys as kids growing up shock and awe with like telling ourselves, I want to do that one day when I grow up. And then we did it. And then we told ourselves, maybe we're too old for this shit. <laughs> maybe this was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to me, though. So I'm still trying. I mean, uh, these,
1: yeah. these matches, Yeah. when I saw these, when I would watch these matches when I was younger, these were the ones that like got me so into wrestling. Yeah. I mean, I was already into it by that point, but these are the ones that was like, yo, this is nuts. This is everything I want to see in wrestling from now on. Obviously, not understanding that you pay a price for doing these matches, but yeah,
2: yeah. As a kid, I just looked at them and I was like so amazed at like because you know I by that point I knew it was a work. I remember back in the day we even had like a little fake uh, uh wrestling observer type situation. Yeah. We didn't know we were just kids, and we it, I think <laughs> it was called like J Star. Remember that guy Sean I told you about? I, I introduced you to him one time. Yeah, yeah. Him, it was me, him, our boy Chris who. Now lives in uh, I believe St. Louis or something, or Louisiana, somewhere down there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I remember him. He used to, it used to be him. Our boy Alvin, our boy Jeffrey was part of it at one point. Our boy Rossember, you remember Rossember? Of course. Freaking seven foot giant. <laughs> He's still tall as shit. I hope you know that. Of course. he better be shit. It's, it's a mind fuck. <laughs> this kid was like six something and like. What was it, like sixth like grade? Like sixth grade, yeah. Jesus.
1: <laughs> Jesus.
2: So, nah, yeah. So we had that whole situation, you know. And, like, I just remember how crazy we used to go. And we used to, like, write down all these things, blah, blah, like, try to figure out, like, how did they come up with these stunts? How did they go through these stunts and, like, not die? Like, we were just trying to figure things out. We used to come up with, like, our own little fan theories and stuff. It was so cool. When Even, I got, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. I was eventually now as an adult. Like when my friends come over, and you know they're like, ah, "I'm not really into wrestling," and I'm like, "I'm really trying to watch this right quick." I'm like you know what? <laughs> All right, I'll put you this, and if you like this, then you let me watch this, and then we'll be good. And then I'll put them like something like that, and then they'll be like, "Oh yeah, now I'm into it." Blah blah blah. And then I'll show them like, "Okay, here's some of the newer stuff on NXT," because you know how I am with NXT. <laughs> like yeah.
1: yeah. When I got my first job. When I was like 14. One of the first like WWE compilation DVDs I ever bought was the History of the Ladder Match DVD that they put out, and it had all these matches, the 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 ladder matches, the TLC matches. It went up to uh, 05, I think, because Benoit's on these. So, but I remember I would just watch them front to back all goddamn day, and when like it would get to TLC two. TLC3, like, all the crazy spots I rewind. The Spear that everyone remembers from 17. Ed Spear and Jeff out of midair. Freaking Jeff doing his ladder leapfrog. Yeah, the little the little frogger. Yeah, yeah no. when he leapfrogs the ladder.
0: Yeah, That was a scary spot. I was like, Jeff, what the fuck are you doing? You're going to fall on your head.
1: And then the ladder falls, and I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then he saves himself. I'm like, hey. it's like, how are these guys? I would just rewind it, like. How?
2: Yeah, I was like, "How is this even real?" But Man. I said the same thing when uh, Foley fell from heaven.
1: Yeah, it's another one, but like that—that's what it was. You spend all this time as a kid just marveling at what these guys created, and it yeah. sticks in your brain forever, forever.
0: Like I'll admit here, like I never watched, uh, never watched anything ECW at all. Okay. I mean I had the black cable box where it was illegal
2: and the know. one that you had to finger in the, the box. You fing you finger the back of it. They had a little button in the back, you had to like, how, fuck with it. That's me.
0: how yeah. we were able to watch Mike Tyson <laughs> yeah. bit off Holyfield's ear. He's a fucking kid. Biting
2: people's ears off what was it? What was it he was like I'm gonna eat your
0: children. Please be all law. <laughs> <laughs> But look, I mean, fucking... It was nuts, bro. All this time, like, I never watched a, a thing of ECW, and I look at the Attitude area when I was a kid, and all these extreme spots. Like, that was basically ECW to me, all these TLC matches, and, you know, the Duddies, the Hardys, and, you know, as in Christian, Al Snow, Baton, and the Hardcore division, too. Like, I give credit to guys like Crash Holly. I give credit to guys like Hardcore. I give credit to guys like Al Snow. Even Steve Blackman, of all people. I mean... To be honest, he, he was better off with the European Championship, not the hardcore. Yo,
2: soccer. Steve Blackman's second theme song used to kill me. Was it the one? Yes, that one. The original one, the... <laughs> that one was fine. But then the... I was like, then, oh my God. The is his flashing.
1: Yeah. Lead the weapon. I felt like I was waiting And before for, that
2: when he just it was just glow sticks.
0: I felt yeah. like I was waiting on a train for Hogwarts to come pick me up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> platform nine and three quarters.
0: <laughs> it's like you just hear you just hear it coming from a distance, the Steve Blackman's theme and then imagine you're like at the end of the fucking platform and you just feel the wind coming in very strong. You just feel it coming in close and yeah. you hear it. And then it comes
1: right in. Like, oh shit, I didn't know I was gonna die today. He's like, God damn it I
0: didn't think I was gonna get kicked in the face by this fucking gust of wind. Holy shit. But the God. martial artist wind. Yeah. <laughs> but look, I mean I, I I thank all these guys because I never watched a thing of ECW. Until yeah. Maybe the very first one night stand that came out because I like that's when I, I started wanting to find like tapes of old ECW stuff and you know, that's when they came out on sci-fi and I just gave up all he bring a zombie out to get beat up by the I. That's like
2: that's it, I gave up. See, I I learned about um ECW when it was like alive. And my favorite thing was seeing the quintessential stud muffin.
1: Oh, Joe Gertner. Yeah. Well,
2: well, well. Yo, he was great. I, like that was like the, my first experience watching ECW was literally like a rerun on a Saturday. At like twelve in the morning, <laughs> it was me and my little cousin like just flipping through channels and whatever because we couldn't sleep. You know, I I used to always have problems sleeping because I I I don't like sleeping outside my house. But you know, I was sleeping over at my cousin's house. He was like, "Oh, this is fun," and it, it just had. You know, we were like huge wrestling fans. That was like that was ninety eight, like <laughs> peak times. You feel me? Like it was the year. You know. So I'm like there, and I'm like, "Yo, I'm completely obsessed with this." New place that I found, like this guy, these two crazy bastards with the glasses and the tie dye. And I was like, "What? Is, what is this? Like, the fish neck e- ECW was like the first time that, like, the first time I really thought, like, yo, is this real? Because, like, every other, every other fed, like, I was like, yeah, 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 this is phony. <laughs> ECW, I was like, well, I know this stuff is fake. And I'm pretty sure that you know the storylines here are work, but I don't know if what they're doing in that ring
1: is fake or not. Because you were watching, be like, "Yo, he really hit him with that."
2: Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God, he's bleeding. Yeah, he's gushing. Like, yeah, like this is not normal. Like,
0: yeah, Matt Francis shit.
2: That's what. That's when I knew. I was like, okay. This is <laughs> this is something else. And, and I, I appreciate it because if it wasn't for, like, ECW, we wouldn't have TLCs. Remember yeah. when
0: Kurt Angle walked out of ECW because of the crucifixion?
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. So
0: who was it that crucified? Do you remember? Sandman. Sandman. Yeah. So it was a Raven-Sandman Raven, yeah. angle. Because of this, like, I, here's the thing. With, with Raven, he knows how to do, like, like really good Yeah. Uh, cult shit. And they Makes put him so on a white
2: so... cross, supposedly. No, it was just like
0: it a, was a... a... It was a two-by-four... Yeah, really? made, made Like, self-made cross that they fucking Cause did. Because I, I remember he was saying, like, oh, they put him,
2: like, on a white cross, blah, blah, No, it wasn't... Um, it wasn't... So... Like, it was
0: just a fucking... Okay. It was just a piece of plank wood. So but, yeah. um... <laughs> Kurt's weak. <his>
2: thing, if, <laughs> he, he was religious, if, so he was like, ah. Right. He like,
1: <sighs> He looked up and he was they, like... They didn't make... <laughs> Plus, at that time... Go ahead, go ahead.
0: If they didn't make CM Punk ECW champion at December to this member, maybe ECW would have had a chance.
1: Would have. I mean, I think the thing about ECW is it should have been one that ended up being from the start and it shouldn't have called the ECW. Yep. That's what I think hurt it. Because when they brought it back, people expected it for it to be what it used to be. A Paul Heyman run operation with it was hardcore wrestling. Like that, and man. Paul Heyman's NXT. Yeah, and yeah, new <laughs> kinds of wrestling that yeah. weren't as readily exposed to a wide audience. I think yeah. that's what people wanted it to be. And with Vince McMahon on top, it was never going to be that. Originally,
0: yeah. it was going to be like that because Shane was the one that had all this money set up. I mean, and yeah, he was going to be trying to buy it. Yeah. And this was mainly one of the main reasons why he left the company when his father took over the CEO position because that was supposed to be all him. He was supposed to run ECW, make it an internet-based show that you could watch only on WWE.com because it was going to be uncut, uncensored. They were going to yeah. swear, and he was running the, the show. show at the boobs, time. Yeah. And he was going to run it. And yeah. It was like this was not going to be Vince's project. Like Shane was going to. Shane had the money, had the funds for everything, mm-hmm. but then Vince was just like, you know what, fuck you. I'm going PG. Your 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 mother wants to go political on us. So she's take, she's stepping down on her on her position. It wasn't even it, that. It was nah, just it,
2: that because that was before that. That was after that. Actually, it was after. It was after. It, it was, was way after. Because what after
1: happened that. was they brought Shane. Always it was, wanted to bring. I, it back. I always thought it was before. Because
0: uh, before remember,
2: she she tried to um, join. Because remember,
0: office. ECW came came back around two thousand six. Because that okay. was when the DX reuniting came back also. Okay. So around that time, uh. Linda was already about to leave the company. She was just getting ready to sell her assets to the mm. stock because remember she was CEO. Vince was just chairman, and it was originally supposed to go to Shane because Stephanie did not want nothing to do with that with this company. All right, all right. She wanted nothing to do. With well, it. no, she was already on creative
1: by that point. So she yeah, was she in. yeah, she
0: kind of was, but she didn't. She, she didn't want anything more to do with it because she wanted to be a full time mom. You know. The minute you, the minute you fucking married Triple H, you wanted to have more babies and shit. So it was just like she didn't want to get involved anymore. So they felt as if Shane oh would God. have been the rightful heir as CEO, but Vince was like, "Fuck you, I'm taking the shit." I so yeah, ha- you, like you had to understand, like Shane went to Paul and said, "We want to bring back ECW, so let's do a one night stand, and it will be a pay per view." event and then it will come on DVD see how much it sold. It sold a lot DVD yeah. sales are crazy the fucking pay-per-view buys are crazy it's just 2006's was not that good. It was and then great they,
2: Didn't they also come out with that uh, the Rise and Fall Rise and Fall of ECW yeah. which is to this day yeah. one of the best DVDs yep. they've ever done. Yeah, Still the, the And then that's songs. that also sold like crazy which yeah. was the interest? So at that Vince, point,
1: yeah. Vince saw, oh, yeah. there's a real interest in this. Yeah. So yeah, let's yeah. bring this back. But with the interest in, he was like, if I'm gonna make money on it, it's Vince McMahon. I gotta yeah. do it exactly. my way. I have
2: to be in, in charge. Yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. And that's when that's when Shane decided, you know what, you wanted to, t- you want to take over what I wanted to do. Fuck you. I'm gonna get up out of here and you know start something in China.
2: But the thing too is that Shane wanted ECW since like the Attitude Era.
1: Yeah. He's been wanting. Shane it. has yes. Shane's
0: been wanting the UFC.
1: Yeah, yeah, also. yeah, yeah. Yeah, since the Addison era. Shane's had crazy ideas yeah. about different things to do. <coughs> he wanted UFC. Yeah. He wanted ECW. He like because Heyman also had yeah. ideas for before ECW yeah, folded. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. wanted to bring in Misawa. He wanted to bring in Brian Danielson yeah. and all these other guys.
2: Yeah. So and and eventually we got Brock. <laughs> Can we get a timeout
0: yeah. real quick? I'm going to say this right now. He, he would
2: have brought him in too. You know that he
0: said that, right? Later on tonight, when I go home, I will for the first time get the opportunity to hear Stephanie McMahon's dirty sex life on the Howard Stern show. Have oh, you never watched that? Never watched. I, I like. I was. I was. I wasn't against Howard Stern. It was just like, okay, I don't really know a goddamn thing about this guy, so let me not really.
2: Oh, Howard I, Stern is great.
0: No, I know he's great. I, Howard Stern in the 90s. Oh but, my, I, but I mean, God. like, because as we're watching in the background, there was a pop up of Vince McMahon and Howard Stern. was so like, okay, I never really saw wrestlers on the Howard Stern show. So it's like, okay, I want to hear these guys, you know, uncensored. Like, for instance, I can follow Braun Strowman on Instagram and he could be promoting guns and he could be swearing on there. Or when when he lost or when his luggage got fucked up. That shit was hilarious. Baba Boy,
1: Baba Boy. You know what thing about Howard Stern is, <laughs> yeah. as a journalist, yeah, he's very disarming, and it creates for great interviews, yeah, great, great, great interviews, because people are always so open with him, because he he has a great way of just making people open up and then making them feel comfortable. But then
0: people look at him as like too controversial, like oh, he's
1: too dirty for people to for for uh, for him to be on the radio. Like what the fuck are you talking about? It's like he's a shock jock. He is, but. He also has like so much more nuance than a, your average shot cha Like for that, you might as well just start
0: telling Alex Jones to stop talking so much shit on the fucking show. They oh well, that's
1: different. Alex Jones is just a
0: fucking lunatic. Yeah, rock. Yeah. Just like the dude for a call for uprising. That yeah, dude's yeah. a fucking that liar. just a fucking lunatic. Like did did you did you hear about the the joke that um The Rock did? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This shit was stupid. Like he lives, he legit went out of nowhere thinking saying The Rock is a fucking cannibal because he eats children. Oh, Just because you you say that he's a cannibal because he has he has muscles does not make him a cannibal. That's like if I fucking if if I'm gonna have sex with my wife and I yell Wu-Tang, that don't mean I'm 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 part of the fucking (laughs) Wu-Tang (laughs) clan. I'm just
1: giving him a shout out. I'm just giving him a fucking shout out. That's a new one. I wanna I wanna try that. (laughs) (laughs) Wu-Tang! (laughs) Wu-Tang
2: Woo tank in the beach. We on the swamp. Woo! Woo. <laughs> 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 but look, it, it's true. It, oh it's, my
0: it, god. It's really true. It's just like, you know, it comes down to that point where we gotta start telling ourselves, like, we appreciate what we have before, but now we gotta just we gotta deal with what we have now. Like, for instance, we ain't watching fucking raw on Mondays, but we still oh, gotta sit down and talk about it, right?
2: <laughs> we, we, we see here's what it is, here's what it is, man. We want to make sure that you know when it's worth it and when it's not worth it. We don't want you to have to go watch the damn thing. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, it, if it sucks, we're trying to help you out. <laughs> yeah, we're like, yo, don't don't go watch that.
0: This shit horrible. sucks.
1: Don't, you got yeah. better things to do with your yeah. the time. Sure. Go, watch, go one, watch New Japan. There's one good quote that Ben said best on SmackDown shit. when Mix he had Smash DX challenge. there.
2: Life sucks. And, and then, then you, you die. die. And then what did Dean Ambrose say?
1: Wondering what would
2: no. <laughs> your or he,
1: your he goes, out life like, sucks
2: and you don't always get what you want. I'm like, this is such a PG version of that. You should have erased that entire thing. You know what it is? It was probably Vince like, I want this. Life sucks and then you die. He has to say life sucks and then you die. And they were like, well, Vince, we can't say that because kids are what? And then they were like, this is the best we can come oh, up shit, right with. And he was like. Use- we're going to leave that there on on the... It's like they left it on the on the board and they forgot to ever change it. That's what it felt like. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, wrap. my nigga, yo. You
1: guys want to start wrapping up?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, TLC, man. When Friday. About, oh, I was going to um finish r- tying all the TLC stuff together.
0: Yeah. Oh, we're, we're about to be out of time. So right, fuck it. TLC predictions, fucking Friday, guys. Yep. I'll defend the championship and we'll see who... Which one of these two is going to take it They're not going to do it See this is how you
2: know He's already giving his demise You saw that He already Let's see which one of these
0: two Is going to take it Let's just see Let's let's just hope you guys Don't pull your 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 fucking moments And just Like We're going to pull our fucking moments You want to know why Because our fucking moments Is usually when we win
1: I mean, I, <laughs> I went, I went, fuck it on uh Survivor Series, and I came in last place. So. Look, if oh, I, I was if doing, I'll I'll do it, I'll do it a little different this time.
0: If I hold on to this ball until we get to Russell Kingdom Thirteen, I'm predicting to my fucking heart. All right.
2: I realize that the harder I try, the more I lose, and when I don't try, I usually win. So,
1: <laughs> see if, if if we get to the dome. Yeah. I feel confident about the dome because. Yeah,
2: that's your gimmick
1: Gato knows how to book yeah. Oh And same I know with, say, how same, I know how Gato likes to book on, and same, I, and, same thing with takeovers Yeah
2: Same thing with takeovers speaking, But we same,
1: always All of us always do good with takeovers yep. Speaking of that Like
2: Cause they book
0: logically <laughs> Like I, I can't wait for that Like yeah. I was looking 13 I have my IWGP Heavyweight Championship with me When I watch that show It's gonna be bonkers This nigga But <laughs> You know <laughs>
1: Real quick, <laughs> are, are, are we are we pretending like Jericho's not showing up? Or are we all like he's fucking showing? He's showing, he's no showing, up. showing up. He's oh, fucking right <laughs> now he's like I'm he's not, not wrestling up. Naito. Yes, you are. Yes,
0: you are. Because you're not hyping this match. Like, see,
2: I don't believe I don't believe him anymore. I don't believe him. Anymore. He's working. Anymore. A, he's working. I don't believe him, him anymore.
1: He's working again.
0: me.
2: Yeah. Every time that he says
0: he's not gonna, he does. He's gonna. He's he's always gonna work it. Like he worked this out all in. Fucking worked this when he. The, uh, um, destroyed Naito After his match With Kenny Omega You know It's like w- With New Japan We always have to Expect the unexpected Because not a lot of leaks mm-hmm. Come out from New Japan And I appreciate that Because when we do Our predictions there It's like We don't know Who's gonna win Yeah So that That's gonna be like A fair shot For all of us To see If Even if I'm still Champion throughout C L C, Like that It's gonna be a challenge He for says all- if- you have to
2: change your. I have to speak to you about how to positive thinking and shit. You, he said, "If you can I
1: ask one more question before the wrap this up." Yeah, you hype for Pac Osprey? Oh man, damn! I'm hyped that he's driving <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gay just, heavyweight his, champion, his, his thing.
0: But I am hyped for Osprey and Pac. I am, this is probably Here's the one the thing that I've been hyped about. I. I'm <sighs> My mind was blown okay. when, it, when I saw it on my IG. I was just like,
1: wait, what? Really? It's going down.
0: Oh, it's official. I can't wait to finally see it. Because, yo, I've been wanting to see a match like that since the whole controversy between him and fucking Ricochet. Yeah, six. yeah Um,
2: it's been so long. So long since we've seen our boy Neva. <laughs> and the thing is, when he was PAC... I only got to see him, like, in video clips. Never got to sit down and watch an entire match. So, like, now that I get to, I'm going to fucking go nuts. Like, I finally get to see. And I want to see, like, because I know, because I've seen the videos, that he used to do a lot crazier shit.
1: Yeah, that's what so I'm to So I want to see, more. like, what he's going to do now.
0: Especially
1: I'm, with bull Osprey I'm yeah. hoping to see, like,
0: a lot more crazy stuff. Yeah, flippy with- flip everywhere, nigga. I, I I want to see him do a Spanish fly off the top and then just land right on the fucking. It's title. gonna be like my favorite show, Michael. My-, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite
2: sh- by the way, if you don't know, my favorite for those of you who don't know, I love me some two oh five live.
0: <laughs> Before we wrap this up real quick, I I, I wanna get this off my chest Respect me.
2: You gotta commit yeah. bro. <laughs> we do have
0: TLC next week and I yes. do wanna get this off yes. my chest. Yes. I understand that they're lacking with the gimmick matches we need a tables match we need we have a one. ladders match we do we, have we one. need a chairs match no okay we don't <laughs> just need i don't want a chairs we match. don't just need straight up no seriously I, I wish i had a shot right now we're going to have a we're going we to have a tables straight match up we're going to have a ladders match we don't need straight up singles matches and then the main event is just straight up oh the like TLC. no we need a table match. We need a chairs match. We need a ladder match. I'm th- I'm happy that we don't bring back the fucking stairs matches. That I'm a, stairs I'm match okay was with horrible.
2: just I'm okay with just a ladder and a table. I'm cool. With I don't chairs think match. anybody gives a shit about chairs.
0: No, because because look, after the chairs match between Baron Corbin and Kalisto, that was actually a really the good only match.
1: good chairs match in history. Baron Corbin and Kalisto. Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> the only good chairs match because Kalisto took a fucking yeah. Celli. But and that's I'm because just, that's Kalisto. <laughs> and again, I'm disappointed that uh, we're going through another pay-per-view and we're only getting two TLC matches, one for the men, and now for the first time ever for the women. Because, hey, let's, let's keep having their moment. Oh, did you hear that they might have their very own Queen of the Ring pay-per-view?
2: Yeah, I heard about that rumor.
0: Just because we're might have we going to have another Greatest World Rumble. Yep. And we might
2: have a women's sexy match. Triple H. H.
0: Book that. it would be great if Triple H book.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, rest in peace, uh, Larry. Larry the accenting, yeah, rest in
0: peace to the dynamite kid. Uh, Larry the accenting, man, rest in peace to all of us here at Ramble Mania. Good fight (laughs) and good night. Too sweet, bubble. Too sweet, too sweet. See you guys Friday for TLC predictions.